and welcome back to the Waffle Press Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Diego Crespo. I got two more hosts with me today, because it's a big topic we're talking about today. But I'll start on my right side, clockwise. You can't see it, but I can. It's Nicholas Valero. I'm on the left. You're on my right. <laughs> You're on my right. You're on the left of the microphone. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. I just want, I just want the microphone. Okay. Anyway, hey, how's it going? No, you don't even get an Gene, Gene's here also. <laughs> yep. I'm on the, I'm on the right. I don't know. Like right, kind of, right of the, the microphone. Yeah. Left of me. Why is what is wrong you with you? You're on the right earbud. Okay. Uh, we're here to talk about Avengers Infinity War because that's a big movie. It happened. We all saw it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Ten years finally culminated into a oh, fucking awesome movie. Yeah. <laughs> is it though? Is it really? Yeah, I think so. I loved it. Well, we'll talk about it before we talk about Infinity War. Uh, our thoughts on the MCU as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's fair to say we all enjoy it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, ups and downs. There's some movies we like more than others. Some we the, like sure. less than others. I would say the box mm-hmm. office also shows that people enjoy it. Yeah, the box yeah. office <laughs> makes people very happy. Um, and we have our issues with them, but I think it's safe to say, you know, we were looking forward to Infinity War I think regardless. About, what, like 80% of the MCU is like really good? Like 80 to 90%? Yeah, like, yeah, I would say 85. I would say, you know, all the films that just get better and better for me. Like there's still like some clunkers, like The Dark World... But there's no bad Marvel movie. Those are the Dark Worlds. Oh, that. World. that that one is like unwatchable movie. No, not unwatchable, but it's just I like I think the Dor- Thor the Dark World. The Dark is World. The dark World. Uh, Thor the Dark World is by far the most. I think. I, I think it just doesn't. It's not as fun. And no, it, like, I, it, it, it doesn't have as much like rewatchability. I wouldn't even say that because I, I don't think it's a fun movie until like the last action is kind of fun. But, like, you have this fantastic production design. Yeah. Something as cool as black hole grenades. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. But then, like, some movie... Asgard. Asgard's great. But you have Asgard that has centuries of fucking, like, lore that you can pull and from. it looks like a TV movie. It does. Like, there's, I, there's you know, I, I, don't, I don't get that complaint. Honestly, I think that that okay. movie doesn't have the Marvel color grading problem that a lot of the Phase 2 stuff had. Okay. I think yeah. it's a very good-looking movie. But it's just a nothing... It's a nothing movie right. to me. But anyway, but I, uh, I I would imagine that it would probably be Thor. Thor, because Thor: of The Dark Worlds, I think, is my least favorite out of all of them. Yeah, that's the only one in which I was. Uh, if I, I even like Iron Man two quite a bit. Iron Man two is fun though. Say what you will about Iron Man two and like how like, because I, I think Hammer should have been the ultimate villain, not Whiplash. Yeah. Hammer should have ultimately been the villain and everything like that. You could have had the same thing. You just didn't have Whiplash. You would just had Justin Hammer. Instead. But you know what? I will. I will, could sell people on that movie. I yeah, like. you can because it's like it's every fun. every conflict in that movie is still directly tied to Tony Stark from his suits, from his family's past. Like it's all about him. I know yeah. there's like some Avengers setup, but like not really because that's that's Tony looking forward to his future. It is. About his place in the superhero world. It's, and I, I do like the idea of them going like, yeah, the, you know, the energy source that you, you, know, you were able to make smaller was just a stepping stone to something way bigger mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I think that's super interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, from what you can hear, we, uh, we mostly like these movies. There's some we care about less, some we like more. What's your favorite? We're, we're fans. What is your favorite? Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 2, hands down. G. Still Winter Soldier. Still Winter? Yeah, I would go. That's I felt like that was a turning point in the MCU. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, I probably have to go with Iron Man three. Nice. I, I just really enjoyed that movie. That movie, it, cause it, all it, sequels, by the way. Yeah. We just mentioned. But I, I I really like Iron Man three because it's a it's a great after, it's a great movie about PTSD. Yes. And like just like this and like this yeah. guy trying to figure out who he is and like am I am I just Iron Man or am am I something bigger and better. Mm. and everything like that was it worth throwing a fucking missile like a nuke into a wormhole and like almost killing myself and stuff no. like that it's a it's great a very story very good character study that, it's a great character uh, arc for Tony and obviously we're Shane Black fans too so that, I, that helps that also, yeah. Does, yeah. That, also <laughs> that may help in my, in my I mean but it <laughs> helps it helps that he's a very good writer and director he is you, know? like he's, he's very you don't competent. have to like apologize very, for liking him <laughs> he's a very competent writer and director yes I uh, can't wait for the Predator this year um Alright, those are our thoughts on MCU to now, but let's give our spoiler-free reactions to the movie. One minute each. I will time us. Nick, go ahead. Uh, I think that uh, it, was, it was a really good movie. They were able to fit a lot of stuff into a movie that was two, almost three hours. 
And to be totally honest, at no point during the movie was I checking my watch. It was well paced. Yeah. It, it had uh, it, it kept on keeping me involved, and you know, it, and it got and it by far has the best villain of the MCU, which is Thanos, which that really pays off this whole like ten year you know building up to Thanos and everything else. So yeah. that's nice. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, Nicely said. Yeah, very well said, Gene. I I will say it was an epic space opera. It really felt like an event, like you were reading like an event comic book. It really adapted like that scale and scope that are in like Infinity Gauntlet or Infinity. It really captured that well. And it was just, I really appreciated the stakes of the film. Mm-hmm. Like it had a lot of balls, but that's what in anything. I just have to keep saying it had a lot of balls. Like, yeah, it's, it's a gutsy movie, but like, I think, you know, I, balls I, is like, I, I just, I think that's a weird way of phrasing stakes. That's a, that's a personal thing I just felt I should okay, bring well, up right now. It had guts. I had guts. Guts. Yeah. Let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Mm. Balls are very sensitive. Yeah. You ever try to, you ever try to hit those? Terrible. Go straight to the ground. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, which is how m- many people felt at the end of this movie. After everything. Well, they're free thoughts right now. So let me just get this out of the yeah. way. Um, I was very happy with Infinity War. I, I really liked, even loved this movie. Um... The scale was fantastic. The, the Cosmos stuff was incredible to me. Um, Thanos is an incredible villain. Don't know if I'd go as far as saying he's the best one. He's up there. He's top five. And Josh Brolin gives an incredible performance. Of the, of the, of the villains that only had one movie, I think they did the best of showing you his intentions, what he wanted to do, and how, ex- and like how he was going to do it, along with any other like backstory to him. And did it just really well. Mm-hmm. I still wouldn't. I still wouldn't shit. say he's the best. He's he's great. I'm not trying to undercut Thanos. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I think yeah. there are others that are right. And Phase better. Three has Phase Three has had so many great villains already. Phase Three has had almost nonstop great Good villains, ones. except for like maybe Doctor Strange, and that's not even a terrible one. That, that's a solid one. Yeah, he's, yeah that's fine. Cool. Not everything needs to be like the best, you know. Right. And so, like, I think that's from coming from with Infinity War Two. I, I probably could be happy with it, like I'll get into later, but I'm very happy with where I am with it. You know, okay. I don't think it's the best Marvel movie, it's not a life-changing experience, but I had a great time watching it, mm-hmm. and I think it's a great story with a very compelling main character that I don't think a lot of people were expecting the narrative to shift that way. Oh, yeah. Uh, where an Avengers movie is about the villain, and the Avengers reacting to that villain. Um, but yeah, I, I, I loved it. I had a blast. So now we're going to get into our spoiler did, thoughts. Did you, did you well up at all during the movie? Uh, yes. I, there, there's, I, one, there's one in particular moment uh, we'll talk about soon that I think you might have welled up on. because I know If I, anyone knows how I feel about these movies, <laughs> you know exactly Cause, cause when I, I welled up. Because <laughs> I welled up at like a specific moment and my girlfriend was sitting next to me and I just heard her go, mm, like, she just, like, like she was just like, that's so silly. There's a specific moment that's just like, oh. it's so good. Yeah. Of course. Which we will not talk about. So from here on out, spoiler heavy, if you haven't seen Infinity War and you're still listening to this, you're an idiot. Or, or just thank you for listening to this and you want to spoil the movie for yourself. I, I appreciate that too. You just don't give a shit. That's fine. Right? Yeah, you, you do you. These movies aren't for everyone. If you just want to hear us talk and gab, that's all good too. I appreciate it. Thank you we very enjoy much. Enjoy doing that. Thank you. Like and subscribe. Go, <laughs> go to the Patreon. Go to the Patreon. <laughs> Help feed me. like to lose, to feel so desperately that you're right, yet to fail all the same. Dread it, run from it, destiny still arrives. Evacuate the city. Get your defenses and get this man a shield. All right, I gotta, I gotta start off, man. Okay. The fucking starting off with Thor Ragnarok's ending, like after credit scene, was like a guaranteed. Everybody, I think everybody kind of like assumed that's where they were gonna start, and everything like that. I was a little disappointed that we didn't get to see Xandar. Like, just get totally fucking wrecked, but also I think we just didn't have enough time. 
we I think we could have had enough time. And again, I'm, I'm a big fan of this movie, but I will note some stuff I think could have been explored further or whatever, right? But I'm a fan, so don't don't get all all up on me. But um, apparently, don't hold me to this. I think the original opening was the yeah, attack on Xandar. I'm fine with that. And I'm cool with not seeing it, but I, he already I, has I get why. Yeah, he has the power stone. Yeah. To be totally honest, I think that you could have easily gotten it done if for um, Black Panther. If you would have just done an after credit scene where it's uh, you see uh, Thanos like grabbing the stone and then just like walking out and then you just see like fucking burning buildings yeah. and shit oh, like that. That would have been... I, yeah. I think, but I think you could have just done it like that. And that way, I think that time, one should have been Thor Ragnarok. And then you open yeah. with like Thor and Loki and the surviving members of, the, the, of Ragnarok. The, and Valkyrie who's surprisingly missing. Yeah, Valkyrie and Korra are missing. No, I would like... I, I, okay, here's my thing though. I think... Valkyrie, Korg, and everybody else, like all the, the people that were like fighting with him in Thor Ragnarok, left with the other half. Because he says that half of my people were killed by Thanos. Yeah. So that means that some people got to like escape pods or anything like that are, na are now basically like scattered all over the galaxy and stuff like that. So I'm assuming Valkyrie is with them. So that's like an easy way of kind of going like, well, that's where it's, Valkyrie is. It's up was. in the air, and because Tessa Thompson has a huge fan base. Most of it comprised of me, yeah. but uh, no, no, no. She actually does have a huge fan base, um, but I would, I would, and I, I, I think they'd be foolish to kill her off now. Yeah, I mean, Tessa Thompson just fucking a lot, a lot awesome. People, a lot of people really liked her character, and I think it'd be kind of foolish just to go, oh yeah, we're you know we're going to kill her off and off screen. Yeah, uh, I, I think the opening was when I was like, I was very uh, tempered. I was like, I don't know about this. After like the opening is cool, like the Asgardian distress signal. And then Thanos and his, his goons walking over everyone, right? And then the Loki tries to pull like a fast one on him with the Hulk, and then he tries to pull fast on him again. I'm like, why? Why are we like the pacing was very choppy right off the bat for me, and I was like, oh, fuck, did they fuck it up? And then it, it it picked up all the stuff that was happening was interesting, but I was like, why did you separate these two turns for Loki? Why didn't you just compile it into one? Yeah, and then do that like that would have just helped with pacing, I thought. Right. But uh, after after that opening scene. Uh, R.I.P. Loki. I think that's a. I think that's a character that's gonna stay dead. You know. Yeah, um, I feel like everything before the snap is. Is gonna stay uh, dead for the most for some exceptions. We'll I, get to that later. I yeah. can see that. Um, I and I I kind of see that when they were talking about Thor's new weapon, where it says it can uh, shoot down the Bifrost. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, well, I guess that's a good that's a good way of explaining, of like not having to bring back Heimdall. It's just like, oh, Thor can do it himself yeah. now. He's oh, yeah, R.I.P. Heimdall. You were so fucking badass in Thor Ragnarok. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yourself was now available to be James Bond now, so. Right, there you go. <laughs> Did you feel like some of the opening uh, kind of messed with uh, the ending of Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Like undid some stuff? Uh, not I, I doing, do. Not undoing some stuff, per se, but I think it does undercut the, like, the whole, like, we're... You know, this is the last of us, and we're and we're gonna start anew and everything like that. And it's like, nope. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Thor Ragnarok, I know not everyone loves the first two Thor movies. We just talked about how little we like Thor: The Dark World. One of the issues I have with Thor Ragnarok is that the Warriors three are like Thor's closest friends, and then they kill him off, and it's never brought up again. Up again. Yeah. That, like that's I know again these movies aren't everyone's cup of tea. Yeah, and that's like that, that's a little fucked up, you know? Like that I think that's a genuine like mistake on that film's part, and I feel the same thing a little bit about this opening in regards to the. Big thematic conclusion of Thor Ragnarok. Well, what's his, what's his name? What, what's his name? How do you go to uh, Shazam? That's why. <laughs> yeah. Oh, besides that. Yeah. Yeah, um, that being said, I think Thor has the best arc of this movie besides Thanos. I really enjoy Thor's character. I think of all of them, I I, I guess like they they feel bad because they've been given like Thor the fucking like short stick. Thor, no, Thor in Phase years. One. I will always fight for this. He's a great character in Thor. And in the first Avengers. Yeah, but he's just misused. In, in Thor 2, he has nothing. There's no. There's nothing that happens for him in Thor 2 besides his mother dying. And then at the end, he tells Odin, who's Loki actually, like, I'm going to go be human on Earth because I don't think... I, I'd rather be a good man than a good king. And it's like, where, where, did, where was that arc at all in that movie? And then in, in the event, Age of Ultron, it's like, he, he gets the big warning from, like, God, basically. Basically saying you need yeah. to go back home because something's yeah. gonna happen. But it's it's just he's like the librarian in Age of Ultron, and again I love that movie, but he doesn't have a big culmination I, of anything. I really you know? like the extended version of that scene because it makes a lot more sense. 
And like his, refresh my memory. The the scene where he actually explains that he's gonna go talk to the the water of sight. He's yeah, the water go of sight. And like figure he, out what the hell's happening. And he and he basically like he, he goes and he basically talks to um, the doctor. What's his name? Selznick. Selvig. Yeah, Selvig. He ends up talking to him and he explains what's going to happen. And basically, he says that uh, in order to talk to them, you have to give up a sacrifice. So I'm going to be that sacrifice, and I'm hoping that we, that you can question them enough where. You know, you can get information out, and then I can get out by the time yeah. before they kill me, and stuff like that. That's the whole reason why he gets into the water and stuff like that, which makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I pro mutter. Yeah, because when you watch, he when you the watch, gun, he put the gun to Josh Whedon's head, and he said, "Have this, or lose the farm." Yeah. Yeah. And the farm stuff, I know Age of Ultron's not everyone's shit either, but I think that's like unanimously the best part of that movie. The farm. Yeah. At least in like a broad stroke. But anyways, for Infinity War, um, right. Thor is great. Thor has a very uh, Lord of the Rings style journey, which I've always wanted to see for this character on the big screen. So I was yeah. very happy with all the Thor stuff. I, I The only thing I, I thought was really interesting is that I was wondering, because everybody still calls Cap, uh, which out Steve Rogers Cap. And I was kind of like, is he still going to go by Cap? Like, well, no, he's just the of, captain of the I was kind of hoping that he was going to go by Nomad, or if they were just going to call him He's Steve. his own captain. I mean, he's his own captain now. Yeah, I guess. But I was like, I was, I was, I was kind of hoping he was going to go, he was going to be Nomad. Mm-hmm. And stuff well, like that. Like he's, a man, yeah. like, he's a man without a country. Yeah. Stuff like that. Which is a great arc that wasn't set up, like, at all. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of, yeah. It, it makes Civil War more frustrating for me, because it's like, why did that even, like, what did that amount to, other than, like, he separated the team, and then you had trouble bringing them together for the first Half? hour. For yeah. s- that's generous, I think, of this movie. And then it's like brushed over because we got to get to the Thanos stuff, which is fine. But it's like, why even do this in the first place then? You know? I think that you, which are, I don't know, maybe, maybe it would have meant something more if some of them were holding grudges or if it was harder for them to work together. Hmm. And like by the end of it, they're coming together and they're kind of going like, all right, listen, we got to get our fucking grudges out of the way and stuff like that. But I also feel like, you know, them kind of like, because if they were long on the grudges, then I'd be like, okay, just get over it. Like, this yeah. Is so I think, it could have gone I think they genuinely made a mistake putting Civil War before Infinity War. I think this should have been the Avengers movie after Infinity War to bring it back down to Earth. Mm-hmm. You know, Or after the, the Thanos arc, I, I guess, because it's two movies. Maybe, I guess, because I, I guess, uh, what was it? Because my only problem with that is that we all work together. We all work so hard to bring each other back to life or, you know, doing anything like that. Now we're just going to go fight because, you know, people... I mean, I can kind of see where this Kobe Accords comes in now because it's like, you know, the Avengers brought Thanos to Earth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because they're, you know... Ah, ah, but they didn't. Thanos was on this path since the beginning of time, basically. Technically, Or yeah. the beginning of his time, which but I can is see, But I can see we're seeing it that way. Yeah. Like that, you know, uh, it's very much what Thor said in the very beginning of... Uh, in the middle of uh, Avengers 1. If you use the Tesseract, you're basically telling the universe that you're qualified for a higher class of war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And stuff like Excellent that. line, by the way. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I think, and I think, and that all culminated into this, you know. And I love the fact that they brought back Wakanda and everything else. Uh, I think chat. I think they, they It was really weird because they, they used the, they did a lot of with Wakanda in the last movie, and you didn't really get to see a lot of the of those characters. You, you know, a little bit. You saw a glimpse of them. You saw glimpses, and yeah. like, they had like scenes, but like that, none of them were like prominent. For like uh, Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah, like, but again, none of the Avengers really have an arc besides, like, Thor, Iron Man a little bit, and their arcs are just to be like, everything you did didn't matter because Thanos is God. It's his world, you're just living in it. Which, I, which again, I like, yeah. but uh, it, this movie's really the Avengers reacting to failure mm-hmm. on, like, an unknown scale. It's also harking back to the uh, first Avengers movie as well, is that maybe we can stop you, maybe your, your uh, army takes over... But if sure as hell, if we can't save the Earth, we're going to avenge it. Mm-hmm. And that's a great... And it's it's something that happened that they said in Avengers 1, and now Avengers 3, they're doing it. We lost. Yeah. Now we have to avenge everyone that we've lost. How do we do that? Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to keep it positive first, then I'm going to go back to, yeah. to that, because I have, I have thoughts about some of the writing in this movie and how good it is, and it's like how it could have maybe been a stronger culmination with a different guiding hand. Mm-hmm. Um... Who was your MVP in the movie, Gene? Let's start with you. Iron Man, of course. I know, um, you know, I get he doesn't have a complete arc like Thor, and no one really has. I w- I'd say he does. Okay. I think I, like, I really think those two are the ones that have the full arc. Okay, mm-hmm. for sure for part one. Yeah, but I really, 
I really liked um, just kind of Tony's like uh, actions in this, where he's you know it goes to him being a futurist, like him being um, you know this uh, genius where it's all his planning, all everything he tried to like account for that you saw in uh, his vision. Everything fails. He loses to Thanos. They lose spectacularly, um, and you know he just fails completely. But yeah, it's just you know that's that's that was uh, very interesting for me. I you know yeah, it's so th that's a really fucked up ending. Yeah, it's, it's fucked it, up. It's just him and Nebula stranded on Titan, which is also is a very interesting combo. Oh yeah, it's yeah. fascinating. Like for Avenger, for the next Avengers, that's gonna be a very interesting place to pick up mm -hmm. and be like all Tony and Nebula, two people that have basically never met. Yeah, yeah. what do they have? In are common? now are now stranded on Titan. Yeah. Oh, I'll with, tell you what they have in common. Because with, that, with I'm assuming that I I assume Tony and and her are just gonna stay on Titan and try to steal the gauntlet because Thanos is there. He's on Titan. That's no, how it ends. I don't no, see he, he doesn't go back to Titan. Titan was his home world, but it's not his home. No, that's what he says, though. He says that, he goes, all I want is to is to sit here and watch the sun on Titan go down. And that's what happens at the very yeah. end. Does he, he stay on down. Titan? Because I know he watches the sunset. Yeah, he, and but... it was on Titan. Because even, it's all red. It's all, like, disheveled and destroyed. Like, but there's no the... moon on Titan, too. Like, the <laughs> physics of that. I don't, I don't know. know. It's not fucking real. But, but yeah, uh, we'll but... see in the next one. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he's on Titan. Because I'm almost positive. Because I think that would be kind of interesting, though. Is if, yeah. if Thanos is on Titan, and Nebula and Tony Stark have to kind of, like, figure out how the fuck are we going to steal this gauntlet? Or how are we going to you know, beat Thanos. Yeah. Um, but what they have in common is that Nebula and Tony are the ones who have, the surviving members anyways, uh -huh. apart from Thor, are the only ones who have really, they have the most to, uh, to fight against Thanos. Nebula's entire life is predicated by Thanos. For awesome. better and worse. Or just worse, actually. For worse. Yeah. yeah for for worse. Worse, severely worse. And then uh, Tony, is, his, his PTSD is from everything that he started. Well, not only that, but also he, I, I do like the idea of, um, I, I, do, I really do like Peter Parker's uh, arc. Like, I, I like his little story that they have in this movie. He doesn't necessarily have an arc. Yeah, I was going to say. He doesn't really have an arc. He just has kind of like a story that he follows. And I really do like the idea of Tony Stark is my mentor. And I'm going to follow him. And if wherever he goes, I'm, I'm, I'm going to. Mm -hmm. And stuff like that. And he's very much, he's very much his Robin. Get away. In this movie, and I really... He's just like, uh... He's his, he's his page, yeah. He's his yeah. ward. Yeah, and I, lo and I love that even Strange even says, like, what, who is this kid? Like, is he your ward? <laughs> and stuff like... Like, I, th I just thought that was interesting, but I do like the, the interactions that Peter has with Tony because it's very much like a father figure. Like, yeah. he's very... He's more worried, and he would have preferred if Peter would have stayed on Earth. Mm -hmm. And he probably would have died anyway. Yeah. Well, the thing is that... I don't think... Because I think if... Peter would have just stayed on Earth. He wouldn't have really known what to do. He would have just stayed in New York. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't follow the Spider-Man character in this. Yeah. Oh well, I was gonna say like the snap would have killed him anyway. Possibly. Pop yeah. I, mean, I, I don't think Thanos. I don't think Thanos. Uh, yeah, don't be like, funny. Thought of every single individual. Yeah, right. I thought, I thought, I thought, it, was, I thought funny. it was very random. You know, it'd be funny if like when he snapped his fingers, he died too. <laughs> oh. Because it's fifty-fifty for him. And you know what? That could be a super fucked up, interesting movie. What? Where Thanos like takes himself out too, like in some other universe of this, right? Yeah. Thanos takes himself out so that way no one can reset it, and he destroys the gauntlet with him. Imagine that's super fucked up. Uh, Nick, who's your MVP? Uh, my MVP for the movie would probably I don't know. It was it was very uh, mixed between uh, maybe Gamora or Thanos. Yeah, I think Gamora has a great story. She, she's a, she's I, I think she's one of the few characters in the series that has been consistently well written. Yeah, and I, I really enjoyed Gamora's story. The only problem I had with it is because I, I, when I was sitting in the movie, the first thing I thought was when he was getting the Soul Stone. And she's just, like, talking shit to him the entire time. Of like, this is just karma. And, like, you've never loved anything in the world. And, like, everything, you, everything that's around you, you hate. And that moment where, like, Thanos just starts to cry because he realizes... He's going to have to kill him. I have to kill Gamora in order to get what I want. It's such a great scene. Mm -hmm. Also, I had some dude who was next to me where he was just like, Shut up! He's gonna throw you! Shut up! <laughs> and he was sitting right next to me, like, me and, me and my girlfriend, and we were just like, all, 
Shut up! Okay. But uh, no, Gamora, Gamora has a has a great story, in this. I, I and really it's, do. it's very tragic. And I I really like the the I I do like the idea that they've confirmed that Star Lord and Gamora are together. Yeah. Like and you know what? I'm so happy they had Gunn like advise the writing on these characters, and I think he did some uncredited writing. He did, yeah, no, that's confirmed. Uh huh. And um, well, that's, I, I, that makes me very happy. But like, he knows how to play that romance between them. He really does. Because it's not like so much of fiction is like, oh, they had the big kiss moment. Now everything's hunky dory, right? And it's like that's not that's that, not interesting. That, this is interesting. It's a very human relationship. Yeah, not only that, but also I that that was the main thing I liked about the writing in this is that when you went to Captain America and Captain America's there, it felt like a Captain America movie. When you were watching Iron Man, it felt like they were Iron like Man vignettes. Movies. Yeah, like it, it was very much like you felt like you were sailing through the Marvel universe and stuff like that. Like, cause you just felt like you, at no point did you feel like, oh, this doesn't make any sense. Like, this doesn't feel like the you know the Guardians I know or anything like that. Like, all the characters felt like how they should. Right, for the most part. For the most part, yeah. I was gonna say this for later, but I got I got some 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 beef. Who didn't, with who, some other writing. Uh, and Volume 2 got some criticism from people where they were like, well, it was just like a comedy show. But my defense was always that, like, the, the, the jokes and, like, there were, there were deflections from the characters, like, specifically Drax and Peter, who can't really process emotions the same way you and I can. Yeah. You know? And in this, there's that, like, extended minute-long joke about Drax eating and being silent. And I was like... That, that feels like a Drax thing, but it's like, this is a busy-ass movie. What he are you too doing? obnoxious. What are you doing with this? Well. Yeah. This is the first time I was actually like, I was annoyed, but I was like, what are you doing crash. with this? No, no I, I, I can see where you're going, where like, this is 30 seconds that we could be spending somewhere else. Yeah. Like, you know, you I, the... I fucking, I love the Guardians. Those are my favorite MCU well, when they have when, they, when it's what? their own movie and we can waste as much goddamn time as we feel like. But that's the thing. It's, I don't think they're wasting a second in their own movies. I think everything they're doing actively tells us more about their characters and their relationships. And this, it was, we know their relationships already. Yeah. What are you doing? You're but, just trying to be funny. Yeah, and like, yeah, I, 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 this is joke. the first time in an Avengers movie I've actually understood that complaint. Mm-hmm. I actually really enjoyed the idea that Thor understands Groot. Oh yeah, I love that. It was an elective. That's funny. And I thought that was interesting too. Of like, he was like, "Oh yeah, it was an elective on Asgard," and nothing. No, never mentioned it again. Like, just like immediately went over it. Like, no one even went like, "What the fuck is an elective?" But that also that also contributes to my my thing about like Thor's like this big hunky kind of goofy action hero, right? And and all these movies, but he's also he's very knowledgeable about the universe. Yeah, this is kind of cool undercurrent of every movie as well. I just, yeah, I feel like that's very smart, but also kind of a goofball. Yeah, I feel like the perfect I, character. I feel like that's just Hemsworth being Hemsworth. Yeah, who is also playing Thor, and because Hemsworth really knows how to improv and he knows how to like fit things in just in the right fucking spot, which the, he was, he, which he proved in Ragnarok. Because mm-hmm. Ragnarok feels it, it has the perfect amount of humor, it has great action, everything like that. Uh, I was unsure. Did YTD uh, was it was he consulted for any of Thor stuff? Uh, I, I don't know if he was, but Hemsworth was very protective of the Thor that he grew with Waititi, and so he was constantly having discussions with the writers and the Russos in the rooms, and being like, I really want to hold on to what I've accomplished with, with Thor in, in my last movie, mm-hmm. and, they, and then they worked with him to, to sculpt that, because well, he's, he's the felt, same dude. Because it felt like it. It yeah. felt like, and I, I really do like the idea if you combine, if you can, if you can pair and contrast Thor and, let's say, Ultron. Where Ultron just decimates a whole bunch of shit, he steals Loki's scepter, and immediately Thor suits up and he like tries to choke Stark out. Compared to when he meets uh, Gamora, who is the daughter of Thanos, and he immediately is just like, I get it. Like, yeah, because he's, he's very, been through a lot. Yeah, he's very cool-headed, and he's just like, yeah, I get it. He goes, you know, you can't really choose your family. And like, mm-hmm. he's, he's very, like, he's, he has the mind of a king. Yeah, and I really do. I I really love that character growth from the two Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, Thor is my MVP for this. I, I I love Thor so much. I'll go to bat for that first movie any day of the week. You come at me, I'll I, fucking. I, I, I enjoy that. I enjoy that. Everyone, I enjoy it. No, I just I, I know a lot of people don't, so I always get very defensive. I, I enjoy. That's on me. That's I enjoy me. quoting that movie every so often. Yeah, um, Thor is one of the few superheroes whose arc is to not kick so much ass. Is to become humbled. It's the humble of God. <laughs> the emotional low point of his first movie is the first action sequence. Who the fuck thinks of that? That's fucking genius. That is you true. Know? Not only that, but also, how, um, how do you 
basically killing your main character in the first movie. <laughs> well, yeah, also that. It was, but I mean, that's, 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 that's the way to make it interesting. Yeah. Um, but no, you're, you're, you're dead on about that. And uh, yeah, his his journey to uh, to the Dinklage stuff is interesting. But to go back to, to the writing thing, I the big people, problem for me... How many people laughed in, in your theater when uh, Dinklage showed up on screen? No one actually. No one. I heard some whoosh. I had a couple. Yeah. I had a couple. I had a couple people. Like, I had a couple people laugh in my theater. Well, they're dicks. Well, like they, I think. I think they started laughing. Because it was. It wasn't really a laugh. It was much more of like a chuckle. Like, ah, uh, like it was much more of like, oh, oh okay. well, like, like that that's too Dinklage. Because everybody. Because you can see everybody whenever the uh, the Dark Order or the Black Order were talking. Like everybody was kind of going like, is that Dinklage? Right. That was that Dinklage. That mm-hmm. one, uh, Cornelius Glare sounds like Domino Greason. He, lo- he does sound like Domino Gleason. Yeah. Uh, no, that, that's not Corvus Glaive. That's Ebony Maw. Ebony yeah. Maw. I only know that because I'm obsessed with the wikis on this stuff. Oh, okay. I know they don't say. I think they say his name once. Which also, whatever. Ebony Maw is like a badass character, which I think kind of got fetted, but I'll, I'll go to I'll go to bat for fetting any day. But um, <laughs> like uh, to the to the writing problem, like when Thor, I mean, fucking excuse me, when Tony Stark and like Doctor Strange meet. And they reintroduce the Hulk to him, and they're like, "This is serious shit." Oh my god! Like Thanos is coming. We need to start protecting the stones. And then uh, Tony's like, oh, "What's timetable? Whatever." And they, him and uh, Doctor Strange start riffing on one another. It's like it, it's just for the jokes. Right. And I think if you compare that to like how Tony and Bruce talk to one another in Age of Ultron, or even the first Avengers, it's like. There, there's something happening. There's something pushing character or narrative not just in a way that's not stop and start as it is in Infinity War once in a while. Yeah. And I'm only bugged about this because when this movie works, which is most of the time, like 95% of it, it fucking soars. And it's a bummer that there's still stuff like that that actively pulled me out of it, which has never happened in an Avengers movie for me. I, I, I really do like... I mean, I still I still like the, the, the encounters that... Thor and I mean not Thor uh, Iron Man has with basically his like little collection of like four people that he really talks to right yeah throughout the entire Spider Man uh, Spider Man Wong Star Wars oh uh, Wong is awesome yeah like Wong, Wong is so oh, badass I loved I loved the idea that uh, Wong saves Tony's life and he's like Wong you're coming to my wedding yeah oh that's what it is like you're, you're coming to my wedding because you saved my fucking life yeah. And I, I, I also needed more Wong. Yeah, but I, I, I that all, but that, I guess that also goes back to Diego's point about like why did we have Infinity? Why do we have Civil War then? Because we came back to Pepper Potts and Tony Stark, and they're about to get married. Mm-hmm. Well, that's in Spider-Man: Homecoming. They propose. Yeah, but no, I, no, okay, never mind. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like why did they even have them break up? Then? Like why, why, why did they, they put them separate? through that ringer? Yeah, like yeah. why, why even have them through that ringer if by Spider-Man, he's gonna propose and he's gonna. And everything like that, because there was no, like there was no growth in their character in both their characters from Civil War to Spider-Man: Homecoming. There was absolutely nothing. They were just randomly like, "Do you want to get married?" Yeah, and that's that's a real bummer because I I go to bat for these movies a lot about how there are genuine character growths throughout a lot of these. Yeah. Not for everyone, but for a lot of people, they're they're growing and evolving in ways yeah. that are interesting, and. That's really the big uh, sticking point for me in Phase 3 anyways. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so, before we get hung up on, on the negatives, because uh, I think there, there were a couple, but uh, what did you guys think of Thanos? Did he live up to everything that's been presented to us? I, yeah. I, I, really, I really liked seeing... Uh, what was it? I, okay, I, my only thing was, the people that were taking over Gamora's uh, Witch Out planet, were those the uh, Witch Out... Who were they? I think like those the, those were his Chitauri. Were, were they the Chitauri? Because they yeah. didn't have they the, had the same, same armor. Yeah, they, they were either. They yeah, had the, I, I, I just rewatched the first Avengers, were, well, which is were, super great. Still, it is. It's the same armor. They just have like capes now. Okay, so they looked so, a little more yeah. regal. They just didn't have. Uh, they had the masks on because the Chitauri have the masks on yeah. when they attack Earth at first. And then they take them off. Yeah. But um, that, yeah, so I, that's I what I was. Not, I, I was just wondering if he had more armies than like. Well, apparently he does because he's got those weird eight-legged human monster things. Right. Which were really I funny. forgot their names. Uh, I, I, they yeah, don't even have names. Yeah, they in this. Do. Well, not in the movie, but they do in the comic. Oh, I'm sure they do, but this is the they movie. Do a, they do have a name. Oh, yeah. the uh, they're scary though. Like they actually felt threatening. Um, which was what nice. What did you think of the Black Order? I I really dug the Black Order. They were menacing. They were imposing. They did what they uh, as a henchman. They did what they were intended to do in the time that they had. I feel the same because I was convinced, and I was going to hold against the movie because it's so stacked already. I was like. 
They're probably not going to be like much of a threat. They'll they have weren't one, like the dark. Was that one dark elf played by? Oh yeah, it's terrible. By I don't even want to get into it. Lost. Yeah, that's they hard. weren't like that. But like I was convinced, like they're just going to have one fight in the beginning. They're going to take it up with the Avengers and be like, Thanos is coming. They'll be the threat. And I was cool with that. The fact that I got more out of that and I actually bought into it, I was very impressed by. I actually really did like the idea that they were such a menacing. They were menacing characters that just kept appearing. Mm-hmm. And they kept just like fucking up shit, like and they and they also were smart too. I really, I that's my main thing is like I love the idea of like, uh, like even during the Battle of Wakanda, they just like would send more and more shit out mm-hmm. because eventually they're, they're gonna, 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 they're gonna have to leave Vision unguarded. Mm-hmm. And once that's they cool. do, and once they do, get in there and just fucking take them out and everything else. So I thought that was really interesting. I think they were like kind of like the first smart henchmen that were actually like strategically like fighting. Like in the Marvel movies? Yeah, more or less. I mean, what other henchmen was like really like a group of henchmen that were actually like working together? No, I don't know. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I can't really think of any. I wouldn't mind. There's some fun ones, but I, I don't know mind about seeing, like that. Um, what was it? Gamora and uh, Nebula interact with them. Because they're supposed to be their sisters. And, like, yeah, they're siblings. Yeah, they're the yeah, children they're of siblings. Thanos. They're, they're all supposed to be the children of Thanos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that I thought that would have been kind of interesting if like they all get, kind yeah. of got to like interact or anything like that or even seeing Gamora in the final fight would have been kind of interesting but that would have been cool but that didn't happen because she's dead oh um, <laughs> which is a bummer what do you think of Hugo Weaving not coming back uh, I'm okay with expected. it because he did not like his time He there was like a period when he was just doing these blockbuster roles because he wanted the money I'm not blaming him respect the hustle you know yeah, yeah oh I did an afternoon of work for like five thousand dollars like a certain lifestyle yeah mm-hmm. you know so like whatever he didn't want to come back don't make him come back it's, it's Red Skull you could just slap on a cool have, voice underneath yeah it. have another actor do in a, like a Warner Herzog voice yeah and they, as someone who like adores well, what did, the first the, Avenger did with that character and just that movie in general I was ecstatic about that character coming back and yeah. being cursed for being as evil as they were mm-hmm. That is so comic booky what, what and com- such a great comeuppance for that what character. What kind of a character was he? Because I know there's a Marvel I character guess, that is that like that is that like sheet. a soul keeper. Like, um, like, well, it, that's kind of like a, death. It's like it looks like death from Infinity. But yeah, because it said, but he wasn't supposed to be death. Yeah. No, because I remember I forget what the fuck the name was, but I remember when I saw Red Skull, it had in parentheses, and then it said it was like Stormkeeper. Like, no, it was like the uh, like the Soul Keeper, the Stonekeeper. Yeah, I think it was Stonekeeper. I, like I don't think he was based on. Any character? Any character. Yeah, I think he was just that. He was just that. Um, it could have been, like, someone from Thanos Quest. It could have been Maybe. a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, that's basically what, the, what Affinity War 1 was. Thanos it was Thanos Quest. Quest. Yeah. That's basically but, what it was. And yeah, I, I can't but, recall at this point. But I, I, I mean, it's just the idea... Because I know, I know everybody who has... I remember every, when we were leaving um, Guardians... Everybody was like, well, the Nova Corps got fucked up in, in that movie. Like, oh, John C. Riley. They're gone. Yeah, that means John C. Riley is most likely dead. He got killed Aww. off screen. Either he got killed it's off screen, bad. or something happened, or like, they're just going to explain it. Oh, well, we sent John C. Riley off planet. Or he just escaped with his family. You know? Or John C. Riley is Nova. And well, that's yeah, this could be the last <laughs> Why not? Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. He's a good make, actor. Make right. John C. Riley Nova. Because yeah, that would be I'd, interesting. I'd be happy. But um, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed Thanos. Going back to that, to me, he was the Jim Starlin Thanos. Again, you couldn't have you couldn't have him chasing after death some of the crazy abstract con. Uh, I, no, I, totally, concepts. No, I totally think you could have, but I'm okay with them not You doing could it. have, but it wouldn't have the same resonance because you just introduced this character. You know, that then one. that's his motivation. Yeah. And, I, and, I really, and I really enjoyed his motivation being... It's basically he's trying to prevent, like, overpopulation. Well, he's trying to save trying the to, Yeah, trying, trying to, to save the universe through di- because of dying resources. And, yeah, in a way, that's, uh, you know, that makes sense. I wouldn't say he's sympathetic, but it's a very plausible explanation for you understand yeah and not only that but also i think it's it's that idea of you know in order for me to save the world somebody's gonna have to do this right the balance yeah like there has to be balance in the world and i think if you would have introduced like the fact that he's like trying to court death and so because i kind of yeah because the rousseau says that like we were like you know we couldn't really do that because you would throw this like crazy mystical not mystical but like I wouldn't say cosmic. A cosmic death. It's, it's very weird. It's it's very weird. Yeah. It's very weird. Not only that. Not only that, but also like the fact that you're gonna go. So we're gonna throw this character in, and then now we're Thanos wants to fuck her. Yeah. Well, see, what I thought they, what I thought they were gonna do was just that's weird. Have him save uh, Hela from the wreckage of Asgard, and then have her be 
Lady Death. And I'm totally cool with them I not doing You could have done that. That, that was my assumption. But I, I like what they did. I'm yeah, not that's... saying they could have done that, and but it, I like this a lot. Yeah, that's and, fine. And it worked. I'm not, I mean, that, I'm not like, fine complaining. Would, it's fine if they would have done that. I'm just... Ha I'm happier that it was its own isolated... Like, this is just Thanos' idea, and I like the fact that he... You know, he's, he's traumatized from the death of his own, like, world. And, like, the idea of, like, I tried to warn... He was very Jor-El... Yeah, yeah. Like it, he—he's very Jor-El in this in this movie of like I tried to save my world and tell him that like the world is going to end and we need to do something about it. No one listened to me, and now my planet is gone. Yeah, yeah. You know what I liked about him a lot? Or everyone he, called he was, me mad. He was a villain. Yeah. He was a villain, but he didn't hate anybody until like close to the end. Then he started getting mad. You know, like if, watch him throughout the movie. Watch what Brolin does with that character. Mm -hmm. Not just the motion capture. Which, credit to the motion capture people. They're, oh, they're yeah. fantastic special yeah. effects on him. But he didn't like hate anyone right. for he trying to stop like, him. He was just like, I. this is what I have to do. This is mm -hmm. my destiny. And I love the idea of like, which I'll, like, I hope they remember you. Yeah. Of like he like really the, does. Like he respects Tony. Yeah, maybe. like I respect, like he respects he drew, Tony he drew so for his much. Blood. Yeah, like all that effort just for a speck of blood. Sorry. And he's like, hopefully when I kill half the, pla the planet, they'll remember you. And it's like, fuck, like... Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it, but also, like, they put so much huge stakes of like, we've seen the Avengers take down Ultron, fucking Loki, multiple characters, mm -hmm. you know, Von Strucker. And then, no matter what you throw at this guy, nothing is helping. Right. Mm -hmm. And it... Yeah, it was just like the last scene where he's just like throwing people aside, and he's not even like he's like, not breaking a sweat. He's, he's not breaking a sweat. He's he, not even trying to like kill them. He's just get he's out just of throwing them away. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, like he, he didn't care enough to even like cripple them. them. Yeah, which he, is why it's such a great thing that he's the the driving force of this narrative. He's the protagonist. The Avengers are are ants, and he's he's the malevolent god. Yeah, who's like you mean nothing to me, but mm -hmm. I'm trying to save you from yourselves, and I think. There's this very interesting through line from the Avengers trilogy that uh, I'm going to be crediting Whedon a lot for what he's what happened with this franchise because I think the high points a lot of them stem from him. Uh, Cap in modern day, uh, how that went about was was a Whedon thing. Yeah. Civil War, the setup for that was a Whedon thing. Uh, so maybe I should blame him too for that. Um, you could the the Avengers conflicting with this higher power. And, and Loki and like how he was a messenger basically and how Ultron is is their like their dirty reflection you know like there's yeah. no easy answer to saving people people are comp more complicated than ones and zeros and right and wrong mm -hmm. and that's what Ultron's about and Thanos is finally the, the culmination of this idea of like alright like you're trying to save people now here's someone who could step on people like nothing how like what do you do with that not only that but also what do you do against God also he is trying to save people but in a but doing it the wrong way. Yeah. Because he even says to Gamora, too, he's like, have you been back to your planet? No child there has known hunger. Mm -hmm. They go to bed warm and, oh, which are with full bellies. And they don't know anything of, like, the, of, like, what's happened. Or, like, the people that they've lost or anything like that. They, they live in, it's a paradise. And, in, and like, it's kind of one of the idea of, like, fuck, is he wrong? Like... It's it, it, you know he's wrong. Yeah, yeah. But you do have at some point you know you have to kind of you no matter who you are you have to kind of yeah. question that and go like fuck is he wrong? Do, he has he's making some great points here, guys. <laughs> right, yeah. Which is why I think this the the final scene between Vision and Ultron in Age of Ultron remains the best thing this franchise has ever done because oh, that's, that's the Avengers story. When Ultron's like they're doomed and Vision's like oh yeah. But the thing isn't beautiful because it lasts. You know, like it's a privilege to exist. Yeah. And Ultron just can't get it because he's he he doesn't have humanity. Mm -hmm. And I think Thanos is similar. He's lost it. You know, and he's like, well, I don't want anyone else to lose anything, so I'm gonna make them lose each other. My thing is that I I what I felt from Thanos after he a, after Thor says, "What did you do?" and you get the bright light. For, to me, it looked like Thanos almost wanted to cry, like he was almost hurt about what he like he was hurt from what he what he did himself, like he couldn't really believe what he had done himself to like done, because as soon as he does it, and then like the light kind of goes in and like Thor's like what did you do, Thanos just pulls the axe out and he like runs for the entrance and tries to run like shit what did I do, mm -hmm. I. I see what you're saying. I didn't feel that. I'm not saying it, that's not there. I just yeah. didn't see that. What I saw was 
a man who killed his daughter to save the world. Yeah. And that, that fucked him up. And that's very biblical. Yeah. That's very Old Testament when God was a dick <laughs> in the Bible. Right. Uh, yeah. And I, I think that is... Very Genesis. Very, it's very Genesis. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I really do think that, like, not only that, but also I really do like... Okay, I think that the main thing that the Avengers can is really pulls off really fucking well is teamwork. Mm-hmm. Like I love I love seeing these characters and working right. I together. Love, I love how uh, the Avengers and the uh, Guardians fought fought together. You, you have just... no idea how happy I was yeah, to was watch good. Captain America. And it was like such an odd. Yeah. Oh, well, I was saying when they fought Thanos, but oh, that's, yeah, I, that's yeah, true. That yeah. No, I loved the minute when you see. Rocket Raccoon oh my blowing God. things away, then literally and Bucky yeah. picking him up, like, oh no, he's going to die if I leave him here, picking him up and then just holding him out as he's shooting so that way he can do double damage. <laughs> and then like, like putting a, him down. It's like a video game movie. Yeah, and putting him down, Rocket looking at his gun and going, I like your gun. <laughs> <laughs> they were, uh, I'm going to get that uh, arm. I'm going to get that arm. He uh, was a little uh, swooned by a uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. Of course, they're gonna. They both look like raccoons. They do kind of because the eyeliner and the hair. Not yeah. only that, but also I'm very. That's gonna be such an interesting. It's a. It's, I, I'm so looking forward to Avengers Four just because of like the different combinations of people. Yeah, that because, was. I think that was the best aspect. One of the best aspects. Yeah, because you because you, like, you have Gamora who's going to be with who's going to be with Tony, which is going to be Nebula. Uh, Nebula. No, Nebula. No, Gamora's dead. Um, Nebula is so going to be with, who's going to be with Tony, and that's going to be. It's an interesting interesting combo of like two different personalities of like oh I'm just going to murder people and like let's try and think this out before we go into this. And stuff like that. And that's never really going to work. And Gamora doesn't know him. He doesn't know her. So how are we going to really work together? Yeah. Not only that, but also... You have Rocket with the Avengers. Right. All, and yeah, all the other Guardians are gone. gone. So let's talk about that. And then we'll talk about team-ups. And I'll talk about why maybe Civil War could still be looked back as a positive. Mm-hmm. isn't something one considers when balancing the universe. But this <laughs> does put a smile on my face. The, the final thing after Thanos snaps his fingers and people start vanishing. Uh, I love that they kept doing it though. Talk, doing talk, your, talk. Let's talk about our process going through that. As people were fading. Yes. Oh. Um, the the, the the moment the moment that I was telling that I was saying that I'm almost positive you welled up on was the scene where you see T- Star Lord vanish. You see Drax vanish. And he's like Quill. Yeah, and he's like Quill. And then you see everybody else vanish. Like he's really surprised. Yeah, he's yeah. really surprised. Also, the idea of Doctor Strange vanishing, and he goes, it's the only way to... Yeah, him. that was the only... Oh, yeah, so that's how they're going to... That's, yeah. Yeah, that's the only outcome. He, he that, pulled, he pulled that, a trick on, on the time zone or something. Right. Some well, we'll shit. get to that. We could talk about that later, but well, I have I, it here. Yeah, so I, I would like to think that, you know, Strange did something to the stone, or my idea was that Strange... When he, because remember he said I went into the future million, like um, yeah fourteen million whatever times fourteen million times whatever and he goes and there was only one way for me to to for us to win I think this is the only way in which they can win and everything no. like that but the the scene that well made me well up is the scene where Peter is like I'm not feeling very well Mr Stark and then like he falls into Tony and he's just like I don't want to go I I, I, was, I, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to go and that then like he, and like he just disappears into into ash and you just see and Tony's him and Tony, like holding him and like yeah. Tony's holding him and like that moment of like Tony yeah just him? thinking about like I failed I I I was supposed to bring this kid home and I failed how do I how do I explain this to his to his aunt how do I explain this to anyone on all the people I lost. And why? And not only that, but also it's that it's the it's even more PTSD or like survivor's guilt mm-hmm. of like oh yeah, Tony's all fucked up now. Like because because you can kind of see that he has survivor's guilt at the very end when he's just like holding his head and he's like covered in blood and like he doesn't really have too many nanobots left and he's just like, but why am I still alive? Like why am I still here? Why did everyone around me die? 
and why am I still here? Mm -hmm. And it's it's very interesting. I, th I did think it sucked. That did they renew my contract? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it, I, I did think that it, it really sucked that no one knew that Sam Wilson fucking vanished. Oh no, <laughs> that was heartbreaking when uh, War Machine's calling out for him. Yeah, and he vanishes before he can get to that little area that he was in. So he doesn't even know where he went. He's just fucking like, tragic. Or um, don't saw him die. Yeah. Yeah, or like having um, Scarlet Witch like just like holding vision and then just like fade into ash. And yeah. Like or having Groot die again. <laughs> yeah, right? Groot <laughs> can't catch a break. You know what the funny thing is? I think it would Well, it's another Groot. I but now it, this one can't catch No, but I think it would have been funnier if Rocket would have vanished. Mm -hmm. I think it would have been more... You would have seen the opposite of that. Yeah, you would have seen the opposite of like not only that but also it's, uh, it's teenage Groot having to grow into maturity because mm -hmm. he sees Rocket die. But not only that but also you have an entire... You have a... Avengers 4, where you just are dealing with fucking Groot right. with the Avengers, and like no one understands him except for Thor. And it's just kind of interesting of like, I am Groot. And you have the insane... The Avengers are reacting to Yeah, the Avengers are like, who the f what the fuck is why this? Is why do we have a giant tree and why yeah. is he keep on saying, I am Groot? And then like you have like Thor having to have to that... Translate. Trying to translate yeah. and have that... Where like Thor kind of becomes the new rocket where he's like translating what he's saying and stuff like that. I think that's really... That, that would have been kind of neat. That would be kind of cool. Instead I think of, it's, it's sadder that Groot died in front of Rocket especially, you know? I just... I think no, he's had to lose his friend twice. Yeah, I think it's just two, sad that... two friends. What do you think of the... After credit scene, cool. It was nice. It was nice fun. Yeah, it was cool. I, I think they shouldn't have had one actually. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I felt like it kind of took away from some of the uh, seriousness. Well, not not that. Just like, imagine like that's it. That's like, all you leave the audience with. Yeah, there's no after credit scene. Yeah, not even an Avengers will return. No. Was there an Avengers will return? No, no it says yeah. Thanos will return. Thanos. Oh, it did says, it? I didn't see that. Very, I didn't catch right that. after it says Thanos will return. I fucked up. Does, it does not say. The Avengers will return. It just says that's Thanos dope. will return. Yeah, that's, that's that's a good touch. And I was like, that's well played. I like that. Also, that shows, that, yes, this was Thanos' movie. Yeah. <laughs> and everything else. But I, I really did like that. And I I, I, I I thought it was interesting to have Captain Marvel. And like just have like a little tiny scene where Captain Marvel, they, just her symbol is shown. Mm -hmm. Stuff mm -hmm. like that. It was and nice. It was a beeper, too. Yeah. Yeah, it was a modded beeper. It's a yeah. modded That's beeper. cool. I, I think that's really interesting. I don't, now, what do you think of what do you think of, of the interview that Sebastian Stan gave about? Because Sebastian Stan, because they asked Sebastian Stan, how did you like uh, filming all those like big action set pieces? And then he was like, oh, it's it was really good. He goes, it, I mean, it was it was amazing to be on set with all these guys. You know, it was me. It was Chris Evans. It was Chris Hemsworth, Samuel Jackson. You know. Um, oh, he said that. He said Samuel Jackson. Ooh. He also said uh, the girl who's playing. Um, what was it? Uh, Wasp. Oh, Eva Lily? Uh, no. He said... The yeah, Lily. Uh, Lily. No, 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 no. The mother. Hank Pym's wife. Michelle Pfeiffer? He says... Yeah, it was interesting. Oh, boy. He goes, He's in trouble. Was, he goes, it was interesting to be He's on set He's not going to be with, Captain America goes, anymore. Yeah, he was like, it was interesting to be on set with, like, Michelle Pfeiffer. You know, it was interesting to be on set with, like, uh, what was it? Everyone. Like Samuel L. Jackson and, like, everybody and, like, everybody oh. all together going into this giant fight against Thanos. And then, like, by the end of the movie, because he said that in the middle of an interview with Vanity Fair, and, like, everybody was like, oh, I guess Nick Fury's in the fucking movie, and everything else, and then they were like, wait a minute, Nick Fury died at the end of this movie. What the fuck was Sebastian Stan talking about? No, he was just super high. No, okay, so you brought that up, this, I guess if that would technically qualify as spoilers. So I guess, like, there, well, the there's, is, another, there's another interview I remember yeah. with uh, Zoe Saldana. When they're talking to her about like, oh, the Avengers are split in two parts now, and you guys signed up for both, right? Yeah. And she was like, yeah. Hang on, I just dropped a bottle. Uh, and she was like, yeah, we're, we're signing up for both. We go back to the gauntlet, shoot the next one uh, next year. So she's coming back. Obviously. Yeah. 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 Um. So that so that that means they're bringing everybody back. Yeah. I want some of the deaths to stick though, and apparently yeah. some are. But if it was a guardian, I think. Not just because those are my favorite characters, but like Bring them back. those are those are James Gunn's babies. You yeah, know, I, like I he's really done something special, I think, with his trilogy. Yeah, that I, I finished I, the arc with. Yeah, the I, I don't. I, I don't and they kind of treaded a little bit on this territory where they had Gamora and Star Wars finally. Well, he consulted on that. No, he did consult yeah. on that. Oh, okay. Which I mean, I, I think I think it, this might be like unfair to to the Russos, but I, I wouldn't I, mind James Gunn doing a. I want a, a I want the Guardians to to finish their arcs on Gunn's terms. Yes. Like, I want him to be the one, I wanted him to be the one to conclude the Thanos stuff, 
and I wanted him to be the one to bring Peter Quill back to Earth, which hasn't happened yet. So I'd be okay if we held off on that until Volume Three. I, honestly, I, 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 I wouldn't mind if you did, because I would imagine that he met Earthlings. He met. He did meet Earthlings, right. which yeah. is also a really funny scene mm-hmm. of like the the. I do like the idea that they they did take a, a page out of Joss Whedon's book where it's like, well, why don't we have them fight in the very beginning? Yeah, they're, they don't know they're they're friendly. Right? It's, it's cool like to that. see heroes fight. Yeah. yeah, but not only that, but also, but I really do like the so, like that scene worked for me. That those felt like in character stuff. They weren't devolving into like ridiculous bullshit. And when they when it was, it was still in character bullshit, not just like what are we doing here? Yeah, because the point of the scene is what are we doing? Here? I was gonna say uh, going back to character depths. I feel like everything not related to the stones. So say like the soul stone or anything before the snap, it's gonna revert back mm-hmm. because it's gonna involve time travel. It's gonna involve. Undoing something that okay. Thanos well, what's did. Your, what, what is your prediction for Avengers? Yeah, let's get into predictions. Okay. We wrap up. I predict the title will probably be. Um, I really, I really feel like it's going to be Avengers Forever. I have like a feeling about that. Okay, so I feel like we've heard very similar feelings then. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm just putting it <laughs> out there. We've heard feelings from other people with feelings too. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See you both. Okay. See you both. Talk about it. We'll talk about it after. I I think we have similar feelings from similar people. So you you guys think that it's going to be Avengers Mm -hmm. Forever? Yeah. I I think that's kind of a boring title, though, so I don't want that. But what do I want to see? Yeah. I I want to see if they're going to retire some of these characters, fitting conclusions. Um, You know, if. And again, if they recast, they recast. If we'll never see these characters, we'll never see Iron Man in another movie. He'll go off in the sunset, and uh, you know you won't you won't think about him, you know, because he had that's the end of his story. They don't necessarily have to kill them off as long as they have, you know, a good conclusion. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. You know, some some people just retire. You know, yeah, some people. When just you retire, retire from a career, you don't go back and help out because you need a hand. Yeah, like Hawkeye. You know? Hawkeye is tending to his farm, which is probably a cannabis farm. Oh yeah, also, yes, exactly. I, I totally forgot about that. What did you guys think of them? Like just going, oh yeah, Scott Lang and. They took deals? Uh, they took deals. That makes sense, because they have yeah, families. They took deals. Yeah, but, and, but yeah, that makes sense. Uh, off topic. Um, I'll get back to Civil War in a second, because yeah. I got twofold on that. And I would really, you know, I'd really want to see Thanos, because he is the Jim Starlin Thanos, he has all that pathos, but I'd really want him to see, like our current president, be undone because his, uh, by himself, because it's always been Thanos's, his, uh, his inability to... Es- to accept victory. His inner Kurt Russell. Yeah, his Get inner, his inner doubt that always destroys him because he doesn't think he's worthy enough. I want to see that. So it's going to be Thanos himself and doing it. And no no spoilers for the movie. I mean, for the, for the, well, obviously because we don't know how the next one ends. But for the comic, I really like that ending for the character. Right. They kind of did a reversal of that for the ending of this, for Infinity yeah. War. But I want they, to see, they the, touched the, on that, I want yeah. to see the official version of that next time where it's mm-hmm. like, he lost. That's it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out the, the, the comic at Fiddy Online. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It gets yeah. a little messy at the end. But yeah, that's what I'd like to see. I'd like I, to see I, that arc I was thinking Thanos. that he was going to use the Soul Stone to bring back the Avengers that fell as like his new army or his Black Order. That would have been cool. <gasps> a while ago, there was a rumor that the uh, Avengers would fight copies of themselves. That's yeah, the that's in one of the Infinity Wars. Infinity mm-hmm. War. Yeah. So maybe you're on something. Or right. he uses the fallen Avengers to fight the remaining Avengers. Yeah, it could be. Nick, what do, you, what do you want to see? That, because that sounds really cool, and then you can also have like a splash, because you can then have another splash page where you, and then also their fighting makes sense, because, and like you can also have like, like this moment where their humanity is coming out, per se, but you can also have it where it's like, I can't control my body, you have to stop me, and everything like that, and it's kind of, and it's kind of hard for both, you know, for like, whoever's fighting who, and stuff like that. I think that would be really interesting. Um, I really do want to see what Nebula and Tony do because mm-hmm. they're just stuck on. You want fucking... to see those interactions? I just want to see that interaction and like okay. how how that works out because I think that's just such an interesting idea of two characters from two different sides of the galaxy and like have nothing in fucking common. Yeah. Um. Besides that, I I really do want to see uh, these characters come back so that we can have a giant scene where every character that we've had introduced so far is just fighting on one team and is just going after the goal of defeating Thanos. And, because there were multiple teams in this, and they failed because of it. So here's where I'm going to be nice to Civil War. That movie's about the team breaking apart. Doesn't work still. But, this movie doesn't allow them to reconvene 
specifically between Captain America and Iron Man. And because of their refusal to, to reconvene, specifically on Tony Stark's failures, they lose. Yes. They're fighting two two battles, the well, same war in two battles, two fronts. If you do think they don't about even it, know it. I did. Yeah. Well, if you do think about it, if Tony leaves, calls Cap, finds out where he's at, and he leaves with Strange to go with Cap, and he has a bigger and now Cap has not only Iron Man, War Machine, he has the Hulk. He also has what Doctor Strange, mm -hmm. uh, Spider Man. Spider Man. He's he has a lot more characters. They have a lot more backup, and then Scarlet Witch could probably wreck shit on the field more. Yeah, because people because somebody else could have been up, uh, which could have been up. Also, um, what did you think was the problem with Hulk? He's oh, scared. No. Uh, That's what I felt. I felt I, like Hulk think, was scared. Mm -hmm. He's scared of Thanos. He's, he's, he's scared because he's met something he can't beat. Yeah, that was my big thing. And and I, I I am looking forward to kind of seeing if whether the rematch, or not, mm -hmm. like, the rematch. But also I wouldn't mind um, Banner taking more in control of mm -hmm. like the of like, like Hulk. Professor Hulk. Yeah, where he kind of becomes more Professor Hulk, where it's like and that and I love that uh, that scene where he's just like, well, screw you, you you giant green asshole. I'm gonna yeah. do this myself. Oh, <laughs> that was a good moment. Yeah, that's a great yeah. moment. And um, the the movie after the snap. It narrows it down to basically our OG Avengers team. Yeah, it really does. So now you have a focal point. This was a Thanos movie. The next one has to be all about the Avengers. Again, that's yeah, to send off the, the remaining members that aren't coming back. So like, like Chris Evans, I think, is done. I, I don't know if Robert Downey Jr. is done, but I'd like him to be done. Not that he's not great. Not that I don't love Tony. I, I think it's time to retire that character right. as all. Tony? No. I don't want the recast. Okay. That, that's putting it out there. I no, know, but you, I don't want you, you to put it out there. We've been with these characters for 10 years. It's not we, the same thing as Bond. Yeah. I know that's like, what they said at the beginning of this. I think even Kevin Feige said, like, became, he recognized it, that's not the way to go. No, because not only that, but also these characters weren't just, like, they didn't just become popular because they're, they're Tony Stark, Steve Rogers, or anything mm -hmm. like that. The actors made these characters big. It's the, it's the actors' interpretation of these characters that have made them so profitable and made them so enamored in people's view and everything like that if you just randomly go like all right cool we're gonna change them out we're gonna right, right. you know let's, yeah. let's switch up the lineup with new actors i think it's gonna be real difficult yeah i know like it. they're gonna do that with wolverine eventually right but like you know but that makes sense though it's a brand new universe you know, yeah yeah that, that one you can pull off this is gonna be the same continuity so so you you keep them what okay well what do you think of uh the fact that marvel isn't showing anything at comic-con this year I don't think they're going to show anything next year either. They well, they said that they're not going to show anything for this or D twenty three. Yeah, that they're going to do. I think they're going to do the uh, the same thing they did for Phase three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where they just go silent for a year. Yeah, and then they announce, oh, here's our Phase four lineup or whatever they're going to call it after okay, that. Because I think they're done with phases. I think they're done with phases after mm -hmm. this. I think now they're going to finally stop bullshitting around about like we're going to guide our our entire narrative and become a saga that's going to follow the Infinity Stones. I love these movies. It's 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 a series of events that happen back to back. Most I, of them connect. Some of them are are just like plot based connections. Right. You know, it's not like a Star Wars saga. I would not mind if they would have just called it like the New Avengers or something like that, or if they did something like because I mean, if they have Gal, I mean, the the next big person to fight is Galactus. Galactus. Kang the Conqueror. No one knows Kang. Yeah. Kang conquers up there. Okay, he's, well, he's the shit. That, that would be cool. I mean, uh, even even if you did uh, the like the real Mandarin, I never want that. Uh, let's hold off on that. Well, I, mean, they, I, I I never want they, that. They they, they they said that there is a real Mandarin because fans are stupid. Yeah, he's out there. You don't he's need to there. see him. That's fan dumb. Yeah, Nick, he's out there, but you don't need to see yeah. him. Well, I think, as long as I, you know, I think I think Galactus would be the cool one. Yeah, that'd be great. Fight, would be cool. Fighting that'd be... Galactus would be would be pretty badass. Yeah, I actually want them to go smaller. I'm gonna go smaller now. Just have it be Earth-based again. What do you want, Serpents? Like the Serpent Society? Or? Nah, I just want like something smaller. Masters of Evil. Hmm. Masters of Evil is what I want. Or do you want the Kree? No, we just did a oh, galaxy. We just did a galaxy-wide scroll. The, um, the scroll. Yeah, we just did yeah. a galaxy-wide event film. Two films. I want them to, to smaller. You could do the Secret Invasion after because it's basically just Winter Soldier on a bigger scale. Well, yeah, but uh, not, well, I, mean, I don't want them to do that right away. Well, because what is what is the Scroll Wars and the Secret Invasion? Uh, Secret it, Invasion, the Secret like, War. I know, but isn't isn't it just like the Scrolls have been taking over? Oh uh, yeah, like, they infiltrated it, and like they've been taking over like the 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 bodies yes. or not the, the 
They Copy. replaced people. They replaced yeah. people, right? It was very invasion yeah. of the body snatchers. Yeah, and I'm glad they're they're not. It looks like they're not going to do that for Avengers Four after all, because that would have been so busy. Well, I thought the Scroll War was supposed to be Captain Marvel. I think yeah, so. Yeah, that's going to be it. That's that's what's going to that's mm-hmm. what it's yeah. going to be. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it would be interesting if they did like Secret Invasion afterwards because they just invo- they just introduced the scrolls. They did everything yeah. else. So. Oh yeah, uh, these are some thoughts we have about Avengers: Infinity War. Why don't you tweet at us to let us know your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Gene, Nick, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Gene9892. Hi. You can find me on Facebook, uh, look up Nick Valero, or you can find me on Instagram or Twitter with the Nick Valero. Nick Valero, not Nick Valero. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter as well at D-E-W-G-O Waffles. Uh, the Waffle Press, like and subscribe. If you didn't like, like and subscribe anyways, because you might find something you do like. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We've been professionally unprofessional. <laughs>